Hey, everybody, welcome in. It's The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black in the house at the Jim Reels. Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington. Thanks to Ken Brown for our last show from WJR. Uh, talking us uh, off the cliff here with the Lions. Actually talking me on the cliff and talking uh, Clarence off the cliff because they both <laughs> like Tua. Myself, uh, I do not. I do like him. I just don't Winner. think. I just, you know, whatever happens, Special. if we take him, Special. if we take him, he's going to be injured. I hate thinking that way. You know that's such a it's, it's such a, a crappy that's a way Lions, to think. That's a Lions it way is. of thinking, man. They've whipped me. It's a Lions way of thinking. Honestly. Winner. It's, it's not good. It's Winner. not a good way to think. Dude, winner. The draft coming up this week. I got my Lions flag out, uh, took it out of uh, mothballs and put it up for the week. Instead of having a little flower or the Easter bunny hanging out in front, we got the Lions hanging out in front. I'm I love them. Proud man. Lions them, fan. I, Looking I, I, me forward too, to man. It. I, want them, I want them to do well, but so it's like I. I told you, man. I, I, it's hard for you to tell me you want to be a defensive ball club, but then your most talented player is on the offensive side of the ball. So what do you – like you invest in that. Invest in your best player. Put – Give the best player what they need, man. So that's so you want them to draft an offensive tackle? Is that what you're telling me? I'm saying protect whatever, them. I'm saying whatever your identity is going to be. Make it if you put your identity around your best player, you're not going to lose. The Ravens' best player was Ray Lewis. What did they do? Shit. Okay, let's put some let's put some dogs around them. Ed Reed, Suggs. I mean, they didn't go. Man, we got freaking Ray Lewis. You know what? We let's go get a quarterback and a bunch of receivers and let's go. And, like no, they yeah. let him. Like we were saying with Sue. They let Trent Dilfer quarterback. Yes. And by the way, who's, who's the, Bowl, who's the number one Christ, fan man, of Tua? Oh, my God. Trent Dilfer. Basically training <sighs> Tua Tagliavoa right now. The thing I love most about sports, man, is it rewards culture and identity. It will reward talent, don't get me wrong, but culture and identity. Culture and okay. identity. So Kenny said, Kenny Brown told us, if the Lions don't get value yeah. to move out of that three hole, take two. they should just take two. Yes. You know what? I you know what? And if I'd, you ra- I'd rather take him, I'd rather take him at three. So you than him. take the cornerback yeah, Okuda. So, I really would. Look, so you hold him. So what? I think Jeff Okuda is going to be special. But like I told you, you can go down the list, man. You have to go all the way to Patrick Patrick Peterson in 2011 to find a Hall of Fame. Now, Jalen Ramsey was a, he was a number he was a number 5, Denzel Ward number 4. They still got a lot they, of career. Yeah, they they're going to be a lot of fine. career left, but you're not building around Jalen Ramsey. And, yeah, you're not building around backs. Denzel Ward. When you take a cornerback in the, with a top 5 pick in the first round, he better be the face of your franchise. And the Lions went Bryant Westbrook and uh Terry Fair back-to-back years in the 90s and that did them no good. All all I say and this is where this is where I think you need to understand where I'm coming from. To me, you got to be all in on Matt or all out. You can't be halfway. You are all in, and if you all in, you give him every single weapon available because you are telling me this is your guy. I'm all in. But let me throw this at you. You also need another receiver. So this is a receiver rich. Oh, draft. You also need a running back. So now if you take Tua, now you're picking 35th. In the second round, are you taking a running back, wide receiver, or are you going to go with defense? Because defense was their worst option last year. They were they were terrible. They were on defense. So are you can just let your defense go and just fill it with these free agents I mean, that they've been did, bringing what in. Did, what did the Chiefs do under Andy Reid? Did he care about the defense? No, they said we're going to outscore people. He he looked at what the strengths were, and he said to hell with this. I'm going to I'm I'm attacking our strengths. 
I'm you know, literally going to just, I'm saying to hell with this. I'm attacking our strengths. I'm in the AFC. I got to deal with uh, Manning or I got to deal with Brady. I You have to score in the AFC if you want to move on. I got I got a hell of a, of a tight end, and I think I got a generational quarterback. I'm putting every weapon I can find around them. We're going to be creative, and we are attacking that. That is going to be the lifeblood of our team. And the Lions have worried about the rest of last year's number one pick. Their tight end, T.J. Yes. Hawkinson, hopefully recovered from last year's uh, beatdown that he took. And they're that, in their own way, man. The Lions are in their own way. So go offense is what you're telling me. Just I, go for well, it. Who's the best player on the team? Yeah, Stafford. Yes. What is this league all about? Offense. Okay. Most of it. Most of the time. I, I think you could set up a Madden draft against Bob Quinn, and if you just focus on the offense and you let him focus. And now, now here's what I will say, too. If you do this, then you trade down and get as many weapons as possible, if that's the plan. I'm for trading down if, you're, if your plan is to trade down for offensive assets to give Stafford as many rounds in the chamber as possible. Then I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in, but don't sell me on you got a you got a you're like Matt Stafford is a is a is a Japanese katana, but we're going into a tank fight. <laughs> like, bro, what what are you telling me right now? Like, why are we keeping the sword? Well, it's it's the best sword on the market. I'm like, no, like tank fight. What am I gonna do with the sword? No, 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 no you don't understand. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> you understand? Yeah, I, I hear you. Get so if you're in a sword fight, get sword. What do we what do? We do? We're, what are we? We're sword fighters. Psh, get let's get swords. That's it. That's it. This ain't complicated. You listen to the rap, Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black on NRM Streamcast. We're expecting a call in from uh, our good buddy Lindsey Hunter, former Piston, former Bull, won a championship with the Lakers, two time NBA champion. Two times Lindsey Big Game Hunter. And they drafted him good dude. in '93. Uh Back-to-back, they had back-to-back number one picks. They took him with the 10th pick, and then following him, the 11th pick, they take Allen Houston from Tennessee. I I loved – back then, I loved that draft. I liked that team, by the way, that Piston team that rocked the teal back in the day. I didn't like the colors at all. I I got to ask him about that, too, man. Damn, those ugly colors. It was so ugly. Well, that was the – that was teal, man. That was (sighs) the Charlotte Hornets. That was the color back then. Like I can't even describe to you in words like what this this shit does to me, man. Like my blood, I'm over here legitimately. I feel like the first bead of sweat about to come down my head because we talk about these dumbass lines. I I I it they defy prognosticators and mock draft expert. Like it has been so many years of futility that you can't look me in the face and tell me I have this conservative plan and it's gonna work. Nothing. Has worked. So why not? If you throw, if the Lions throw, throw shit at the wall, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. But as a fighter, as a fighting man, if you tell me that I got this weapon, but everything we're going to do from a, a, a war fighting philosophy is geared away from it, I'm like, wait, hold up. What? Like, yeah, we got this jet and it's going to, and it can do, and it can blow up shit and blah, 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 blah. Awesome. When do we use it? Well, no, you guys are going to go in by foot and we're going to give you pistols. Like, wait, what? Hold on. Wait. That that is how stupid that is to me. Hey, 
That's life, man. That's oh, life as a Lions God. fan. Life as a Lions fan. I want this That's why I'm afraid. Over so bad, no, you don't. Do. That's the fun. This is going to be. It's not though, man. Thursday, like, Friday, Saturday. People are going to be. This will be the most watched draft ever. Oh, it will. It will. It's going to blow all the numbers out because people are desperate for this. Last night we were desperate to watch yeah. Michael Jordan special. The last dance, the Bulls' last championship, their sixth championship. But the thing about that, and I was, I was with a friend of mine who coaches AAU, and one of the things he said, and we were because we were texting back and forth, that young people need to walk away from it is he changes the culture by upping it. He changes the culture by literally being the guy that is the proverbial last one out the gym, like James Worthy said, like, dude. We just had a two-and-a-half-hour D1 practice. And keep in mind who was on that team, that practice, that's Perkins. That's yeah. uh, I mean, that's that was the 82 national, eventual national champs, two-and-a-half hours, drenching sweat, and here's the, the freshman. Let's go one-on-one. Let's go one-on-one. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about with the Lions. It comes back to, man, like great – somebody has to be the guy – to elevate the greatness, or your culture has to be so ridiculous. Well, it's not. You know, we all know that. That you ha- Our that culture you just, sucks. But you need that person to be. So we got to draft that the person right. that's going to push that. Okay. If we can't trade the th- third pick, damn, I hate the. I'll, oh, get, I'll get on board so with mad, you, man. If we can't trade the third pick, we'll tell Miami and the Chargers to go to hell, and we'll take two ourselves. Oh. Okay, I'm on board with you. Or just get weapons for staff, man. I I just I, I hate this, man. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a fighter, you know that. We're gonna switch gears so you can Please, feel a little bit let's better. Do, man. Talk some hoops. Yes. Nineteen. Go back to 1993. The Pistons' first round pick. They had back to back picks. Lindsey Hunter called to the podium. We got David coach Stern. Now. We got some, like coach. Yeah, right? he's head coach now. He's a, coach. He's, he's a big shot now. <laughs> Lindsey, what's up? You're on with Maz and Black. What's happening? What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's up, coach? <laughs> uh, what's going on? I'm, I'm laughing at you guys' conversation about the Lions. Oh, man. God. <laughs> Remember those days we used to make you talk about the Lions on 1051? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's funny still. And I, you know what? I have a lot of friends that are, are diehard Lions fans, and I just I enjoy laughing at them every year. <laughs> of course. It's fun to me. It is. It is. We're all a bunch of suckers. <laughs> Lindsey Hunter, former Piston, joins us on the uh, hotline here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black. Uh, everyone was tuned in last night on ESPN. I know you kind of lived through these, not not the early years, but you, you were basketball players. You were paying attention to Michael Jordan and the Bulls. What did you think of the special last night, Linz? Oh, man, uh, you know, it was phenomenal, especially, you know, the things that we're going through. We need something to kind of take our minds off of what's going on. Yep. And, uh, it was really, really good, you know. Some of the things I think as, as basketball players, the guys my age, of course, we, we knew some of this stuff. So it was not surprising to us when people were, you know, uh, when Michael was saying people may not like him after this. I'm like, dude, we just like you as a person. <laughs> Absolutely. We knew how ruthless and heartless and crazy you were, psychotic, <laughs> as, a, as a competitor. Oh, my God. It was such a – next week I can't wait because I've watched – I'm a big 30 for 30 guy, so I watch all these things. And during the quarantine, I've been watching them like they were regular TV. I told uh, the guys earlier, I watched the Lakers-Celtics special. I watched the Bad Boys again. I watched Dennis Rodman. So all of this is like – it's a repeat for me. But now you're hearing it from the Bulls' perspective. And to hear Scottie Pippen, what he went through, and that contract that he signed – 
that had to be one of the biggest sins in NBA history to sign that contract and then to be mad about it, to be bitter about it. They, they let's face it, the Bulls should have ripped that contract up. They didn't, and it wound up him and Jerry Krause. They couldn't get along anymore, and then they wind up abusing the hell out of their general manager Krause. They, they I mean, they they mocked this guy relentlessly. He built that team. We got to give him that. But then he wanted to go tear right. it apart. It, it's so well, weird. Well, man, and, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm always going to be pro player. Of course, but, you know, I've worked in the front office also. I don't, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. How many times has a owner torn, torn up a contract in the NBA and, and gave a guy new? They don't, right? I mean, has that ever happened? I'm, I mean, I don't know. There had to be a couple of times, whether you know, probably Jerry Buss with with Magic Johnson. I would I would think about no, that. I, I'll tell you exactly. I think the oh. answer the answer was when the TV deal changed. So typically, yeah. what the what NBA owners were the first to do, um, is I think they were the ones that basically when they when as the TV deals changed and working with the union, uh, I was like, all right, look, here's what we'll do, and that, I think that's part of what the ninety isn't that part of Lindsay what what ninety kind of ninety nine was about. Was it was just the, like the TV the the TV there was so TV much money re, now yeah, uh, and profit sharing yeah yep, profit sharing you know, yeah and, but but and, even in that they didn't tear up contract they restructured right. how contracts were were yeah. were uh, dispersed so you know for remember there was a time when Michael Jordan was like not the highest paid player on the team yeah wow for wow. years. Yeah. And we all know that. There's a lot of players that, that take less money. You know, LeBron takes less money. We yeah. all know that. But he builds his own well, team, well, too, and he's his own coach, and he's right. his own general manager. And, you know, we well, all know well, that, too. Well, you, Right. Well, we got to put it in, you know, in perspective because back then, you know, for Scotty, that was a good contract. You know, it, it maybe was a little too long, but it was a good contract. And remember when Magic signed that long deal? I think he signed, what, 20 25 for 25. yeah. Right, twenty five for twenty five. Yep. Yeah, I think he got a million yeah. a year and long term deal. Got a million a year. Yeah. yeah, and back so, then they were like, yeah. "Wow, twenty five million. Right, right. Well, right. Lindsey, Lindsey, <laughs> right. what? How? What year were you in when Larry Johnson? Because Larry Johnson, what was it like? The eight oh. for eighty two? Oh yeah, he got a ton. Oh, that, man, he signed, yeah, like eighty four million. Yeah, but like, but like and eight, but eight like, years. Whoa. Yep, grandmama. Grandmama. <laughs> right, right. Man. Right. So. I, it, it's unfortunate, and I think. And then when you, uh, when you heard Michael say he thought Scotty was being selfish, because I'm sure Michael was like, "Dude, I was making two mil, a million a year, and I was playing." So, <laughs> you know. hey, it goes on and on. Lindsey Hunter joins us, right. former Piston, former Bull, won a championship with the Lakers, two-time champion, and of course, could have been, could have been three with that Piston team if they only beat the Spurs, man. Don't say it. Oh man, do quit, it. quit this mass uh, breaking up <laughs> old stores, man. That hurt. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Sorry, I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. It hurt us too. I know you were a player, but it hurts us suckers too. Here, sitting down watching you guys too. Hey, you played for two great teams. You played for the Pistons. You played for the Bulls. Two great cities. What do you? What'd you take from last night's uh, Chicago story? Um, I, I think for 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 guys like myself. And I know a lot of guys who uh, have had other experiences, you know, with Mike and and um, in Chicago. Um, you know, it, the biggest thing that I'm enjoying is how how I hear the young guys debate the the the, the LeBron the, the LeBron Michael <laughs> Jordan thing. I, it's just I enjoy that part of it. Um, What's your take? And, and who's better? Well, you know, 
I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a Jordan guy. Okay, I, okay. You go, you go to six championships and you never lose. I mean, you Correct. never go to game seven. I mean, what is there well, to argue? Lindsey, Lindsey what? I think the thing that blew me away, the best quote of last night to me was Roy Williams because he summed Jordan up when he said Michael Jordan's the only player that could turn it on on and off, and he never freaking turned it off. And that <laughs> is the thing I hear from people that makes him so – it doesn't matter what it is. Jordan does right. not – he does not – like it, it could be just shooting. Like he talked about shooting in the yeah. like in the backyard. Like his kids. Yeah. I met his kids who are – I'm like, man, so if you're playing with your – like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no, dude, we, we don't play – with our dad. And I'm like, why? It's like, you, he will hurt you. <laughs> They're like, here's his kids. <laughs> Lindsay, the kids. Talking about he will like, like, no, like you will get shut. Like, dude, you, yes, you will get hurt. Like he is legitimately does not like checkers. It does not matter, man. I've heard crazy right. stories about him. Like on a plane, won't let the plane stop <laughs> playing cards. Right. That's his problem. Well, too. He, he, he was a psychopath. Yes. Definitely. The, the guy was a, a psychotic competitor, and I, and I think that is what sets him apart from everybody else. I just I love LeBron. I think LeBron is a unbelievable basketball player, and and you know I just Michael was just a different animal. He was just like you know it, it was like you had a uh, you you. you for guys who are dog guys, you have dogs, you have this one dog that just won't learn and won't listen and won't do anything you tell them to do, and you have to keep them separated. He was that animal, you know? And and I think as, as basketball players, we just respected that so much, and we was just like, dude, this, he's driven to a point of, like, obsession that you've never seen, you know? And, and with the tools that he had, man, it was like a perfect storm you know, he was coached in college, and fundamentally he was so sound. I mean, it was just – it was a perfect storm for him to become who he became. Lindsey Hunter joining us, Piston great, NBA champion. So I got to ask you because I, I've, I've done the Michigan high school semifinals the last 13 years, me and my broadcast partner, right. and we always joke right. that the Class D was the Southfield Christian Invitational. So literally, <laughs> I have helped you raise your children by seeing them every year at the Breslin pre- and post-game. But I want to ask you because, you know, Jock Vaughn, Earl Watson, I, the idea you coaching I thought was, was pretty solid, 90%. But in right. colleges, that's what threw me. How did that come about? Because you only spend you know, four years in college, two colleges, but the pro experience. How did you end up in college? Well, um, you know, I, I start. I've always been really uh, fond of developing, and, and you know, because I'm I've always been a workaholic, and I love developing and helping kids get better. And um, you know, even working with my own kids. It, 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 it always just was a thrill for me to watch kids improve. Um, I even started a program here in Michigan. Um, my, it's called LBH Training. And when I when I was retired, um, and we just started getting a bunch of kids that um, you know that I would see and I would work with and help develop. Um, I mean, our program is still running today, and, and it's something that it's, it's like my baby. And when you see kids that, you know, and these aren't kids, uh, you know, I do have some high-profile kids in it, but I do have kids, you know, I had kids that were kids that maybe just want to make a team or kids that, you know, wanted to get better for, for their own self-confidence. Right. And watching those kids grow, man, and, and being a part of their lives was, like, the most fulfilling thing for me ever. 
and I just magnet. I just it, it, it just drew me to you know coaching younger kids, coaching college, still having the ability to mold them at you know in some aspects. And, and man, I, I went to Buffalo for a year and had a great time recruiting and coaching some of those great guards and players up there. And that, that's when I knew. I, I was like, man, this is it. This mm-hmm. is it for me. I, I want to coach college. I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the, the 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 recruiting process. I enjoy, you know, talking to the kids and, um, you know, getting to know them and, and, and bringing them in to be part of my family. I, I love I love every aspect of it. You know, it, it's, it's really uh, fulfilling for me. Lindsey Hunter down at Mississippi Valley State, the Delta Devils. Uh, you had a pretty famous alum come out of there and best receiver in NFL history, and Jerry Rice. You, of all time. Does Jerry, does, Jerry, <laughs> does Jerry come down and help you coach a little? <laughs> no, no Jerry's, uh, Jerry's doing all sorts of stuff. You see Jerry on television doing commercials of course. and all sorts it's of It's a big things. shot now. But, um, yeah, yeah, but, you know, of course he – was a little great with the 49ers, which happened to be my favorite team of uh, all time. Hey, <laughs> you know. he's got to help you. His name has got to help you recruit a little. Am I right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, it, but but the thing about Mississippi, me being from Mississippi and growing up there, um, you know, all the, all the guys that I played against, you know, and all the people that I got to meet, it has really made it, you know, that much better for me. You know, um, yeah. and, you know, you go back home and, and you don't uh, you don't realize how you are appreciated until you experience it, and, and it's been just a joy for me to go back and and um, you know we we've recruited one of Mississippi's uh, best players that, that has signed with us, uh, and, and man, it, it's just been fun for me. Do you miss our area? Do you miss Detroit's area? The you know where you used to live, the the posh parts of Detroit. <laughs> Well, you know, we still have a place here, so I I, I still get to come up and uh, experience some of this uh, awesome uh, winter weather that we're having right now. <laughs> but <laughs> so, so you know, it, it, Detroit. I, I grew up in Detroit. You know, I, absolutely. I, I, I this is where I grew, and and I'll always, you know, uh, part of my heart will always be here in Detroit uh, to the point where I think my wife will never let us. Not have a place here. So. That's cool. And Lindsay, uh, you know Isaiah, Isaiah Todd, five star recruit. Obviously, you you know everybody is is kind of the story of college basketball. He says, "Hey, I'm not going to Michigan, so you got to feel bad for Juwan." Decides to go to the G League. Yeah, that's the new the new NCAA. As as a as a head coach now, and I don't know if you can comment on it. I guess how do you as you're recruiting. You know, uh, where does this thing eventually end up in this kind of battle to figure out what is fair compensation for these kids? Well, well, I, I think, I think, I think you have to, um, I think you have to kind of. It's like I think it's a case by case type of situation sure. because every kid is different, um, and and you don't know what. It, I mean, you can kind of guesstimate where a kid is projected to go as far as if he's going to be one and done or not. You know, um, but but I, they're going to have to revisit. The, the whole situation of kids coming out of high school. They're going to have to revisit it and make some type of format that, that is suitable for the NCAA, that's suitable for the NBA. But I, but I think you have to do it. Um, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate for some of the coaches who are missing out on some of the, you know, upper echelon players 
Um, but but it, 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 for mid-major teams, I don't think it'll bother us as much because we don't really compete with those guys as far as recruiting is concerned. Um, but, you know, it, it's going to hurt a lot of the Power 5 jobs. You know, just think if Zion had not went to Duke, you know, mm. um, it, it changes the whole face of college basketball at times. No doubt, man. Hey, Lindsay, thanks for uh, joining us. Uh, we, I know you got to wrap it up here. I appreciate it, man, and uh, continue right, success. Time, Have a great second Always, season man. at Good Mississippi luck, Valley, Good man. Luck, coach. We're looking, rooting for you. All right, appreciate you guys. All right, Lindsay Hunter, former Piston NBA champion, two-time NBA champion. Um, great dad, and, and I, I, I wish I could. I would have said that on the air, man. Watching him because he was on the bench. There were years he was on the bench helping a special coach, and then there were years he understands, man. Just but just always a dad, you know, with his kids playing on that team. Just uh, always good to see. I was uh, had a good time with him as host and co-host yeah. back at 105.1. Got to know him a lot. What an infectious laugh. He yeah. always had. Great smile. Great guy to be around. Yeah. Uh, just glad. Parents glad are going to be very – a lot of parents are going to be feel very good with him with their kid. Especially that's where he was born, yeah. right? That's his home. Hey, thanks to everyone uh, here. Thanks to Lindsey Hunter. Thanks to uh, Angel and David behind the glass. Uh, Stevie – of course, helping us produce the show. Clarence, uh, stay healthy. Stay well. Oh, well Tim, you too, man. We're going uh, to get Buddha on uh, in a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, man. Buddha the man. Talk some um, bad boys. Hey, listen. All our first responders, man, doctors, nurses, all of you out there, continue fighting this fight, man. We love you. We thank you for what you're doing. And, uh, you know, you and yours stay safe, man. Amen, man. That's Maz and Black here on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Stay healthy, everyone. <laughs>